0: This is the Protect Help Give Show with Nathan Snar.
1: Welcome back, people, to another Protect Help Give podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Snar, and I have one amazing guest that's absolutely going to blow your mind today. He's a Wall Street Journal and U.S. Today bestselling author of the book Legendary. Tommy Breedlove empowers driven people. To be pros in leadership, business, and relationships, while also challenging men to stop chasing the ghosts of more and win.
0: Tommy, brother, what's happening? Nathan, it's been, I am humbled and grateful to be here. It has been a venture with you and I with technology and dogs, but I am just ready to rock and grateful to be here. And you and I have some good stories to share from here on out. <laughs> I, I'm, I know
1: it's, I always love the pre-stuff that happens before the actual recording. I wish I should, would just record it all so people could see it. because. A lot of people won't believe what happened to us, but I'll
0: take it. I love dogs, love technology. Let's keep it rolling. Yeah, the outtakes for this one would have been amazing. And for the listeners, is my dog kept hitting the power button. So we kept going on and off and on and off.
1: (laughs) Happened a couple times. We thought there was a ghost in his office. We didn't know (laughs) what was going on.
0: (laughs) Hey, but here we are now, man. Let's lean in. (laughs) I know. Let's
1: let's rock and roll, right? We only have one life to live. So Tommy, you, you're one impressive dude, brother. So there's so much to, to probably be packed in. And we could probably do tons of these in order to get all the information that you know out. But one of the things that I want to you know touch base on with you at the very beginning is mindset. You've had mm-hmm. this very elaborate career. And we could touch base on that, where you were to where you are now. It brought you into this world. But mindset, brother, why is it so important life to business relationships to everything
0: yeah so i will i will say this and um for the first 37 years of my life uh, my mindset was in fear it was in anger it was in insecurity it was in judgment it was not where it needed to be because i wasn't living my life and being who i was i was you know, living with all these masks and this armor and this protection, because I was scared to be who I was. I was telling myself a story that wasn't true. And it took two massive transformational moments. One, when I was 18, I grew up in and around a lot of violence and abuse. And I became that violence and abuse at 18. Instead of being the first person to go to college in my family, and I had a full ride to a lot of universities, I ended up looking at seven years in prison because I committed a violent crime Um, because I grew up just around rage, violence, and abuse. I became what I hated. So here I am at 18, looking at seven years. Thank God it was dropped to misdemeanors, but I was sentenced to two and spent my 19th birthday incarcerated. Well, fast fast forward from there, I'm African American, and I'm going to get into the mindset here in just a second, why it's so damn important. An African-American gentleman stepped across racial lines there, loved me, mentored me showed me what being a man is, called me Youngblood. blood. said, Youngblood, you're not going to become, become a part of this revolving door system. And with his help and his guidance, i.e. mindset, I picked myself up, went to work for a factory, community college at night, ended up at the University of Georgia and went literally went from a jail cell to Deloitte in three years. It's a pretty, pretty big accomplishment. Now, let's fast forward to 37. And Why did I say 37 earlier? The first 37 years were catastrophic from a mindset standpoint. There I'm at 37. I come from humble beginnings, but I've got the shiny suit, the the cufflinks, the shiny watch, the corner office, the tailored suit, and money and power and fame and status—all the things that I thought would make me like super happy. By the way, all those things are important. Money is important. Don't think it's not. If people say money's not important, run from them—they're broke. However, it's not going to buy you success. It's not going to buy you happiness and fulfillment. It just helps you experience life. And when the power and money didn't fill me up, I turned to all the darkness because I was still that scared, angry, insecure little boy looking to be seen, heard and loved. And so when the money and power, I turned to like think Wolf of Wall Street and it almost cost me everything at 37 years old, my marriage, my firm, my business, my life. And so at that point, man, I decided to look in the mirror and say, here's the problem and the solution. And why do I feel this way? Why is my mindset scared? Why am I in fear? Why am I insecure? And I decided to participate in my own rescue. And so I doubled down and invested in coaches, therapists, mentors, read every mindset and business book I could get my hands on just to wanting to be Tommy, wanting to be a better man, a better leader, a better human, and learn how to respect myself learn how to love myself learn how to stand with confidence and courage and and i've been doing that now for almost 12 years and let me tell you mindset is so important because we're constantly getting inundated and you don't have to come from violent beginnings like i did but think about our 24-hour news it's poison 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 It's meant to scare you. It's meant to divide you. And it's meant to tell you you're a victim. And left and right, doesn't matter which one you listen to. It doesn't matter if it's MSNBC or Fox News. They're telling you you're a victim. They're telling you we got you and to hate these other people and to be scared. You're getting inundated with that crap 24 hours a day. Then you turn on social media and the same shit's there. But also envy, jealousy, people's perfect life, their opinions, which nobody cares about opinions. We care about wisdom. And so for us, we're in it. And here's the last thing, and I'm guilty as charged on this one. We turn on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, and the shit we're watching there is poison. Hey, guilty as charged. I love me some Peaky Blinders, man. I'm not going to lie. So here's why mindset's important, because we are told to believe certain things about ourselves. We are ter- we're told to be scared and that we're not good enough and that we're never going to be these things. And it's just like going to the gym. And we can talk about tactics if we need to. But if we don't exercise our bodies, we atrophy. We don't eat right. We get fat. Same thing goes with our heart, mind, and if it's important to you, your spirit and soul muscles. And I'm not talking about religion. I'm just talking about what brings us all together. So mindset is you've got to work on your heart. You've got to work on your mind. You've got to put more nutrition in it. It could be reading. It could be listening to this great podcast. It could be meditating. It could be gratitude. It could be calling a friend, looking at a fire, getting in nature. There's all of these tools because we're being inundated with fear and guilt and division and, and, you know, all of this judgment and anger. And now it's just, this is the best time it's ever been in humanity. And we are literally pouring gas on our head and setting on fire. It's like we're our own worst fucking enemy. And so for us, we've got to work on our hearts, minds, and souls every day. And so every day for 90 minutes, I'm in gratitude. I'm in meditation. I'm journaling. I'm writing. I just did my readings with my entire team. We've got these readings we do every day from ancient wisdom, from Stoicism to, to you name it, to Taoism, to Christianity, just ancient wisdom, man, of goodness, because we are fighting against that. People are naturally good. We love each other. we empathy. What we need is personal accountability and personal accountability is looking in the mirror and know that's the problem and solution choosing because we all have choices to participate in our rescue and to invest in our hearts, our minds, our confidence, our self-esteem, our courage, and our mindset every single day. I'm off my soapbox, brother. Back oh, to you. It,
1: listen, <laughs> listen, it's, you're not, you're not wrong though. I mean, think about it last year when COVID hit, you were told to stay in your house and people are going to work, right? Like every business shut down. So it doesn't matter what industry you're in. Like everything got shut down and then you're in your house and you're thinking, okay, it's going to be for a week. And it ends up being two weeks. It ends up being two months. It ends up being six months. And we're, we were faced with the challenges as human beings that we've never had been faced with of dealing with our own self, being alone. And I think that's why, You saw so much madness. And then, on top of the fact, like what you said, you know, when was the last time you saw any news report, any CNN, anything like that put out and produce something positive? Right. Right. Like with my wife, she had the CNN app, and I had to take it off of her phone because not only did she have the CNN app, she had the notifications on, and it was just like negative, 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 negative. And I guess let me ask you this, and I already know the answer to it. But if you're feeding your head and mind, and body and soul and spirit and not getting religious or anything along those lines with nothing but negativity, what does your day look
0: like? Exactly. Exactly. You know it, it, let me tell you how powerful it is. And I don't know if you're on Twitter or not, but if you're a listener and you're on Twitter for more than three minutes a day, you're 60% more likely to say you had a bad day. That is some negative juju power, man. And so it's, it's just like pouring gasoline into your mouth or poison into your mouth. Eventually you're going to get sick. Well, our eyes and ears, if we're on that 24, and I have some strong opinions that I learned from, uh, I can't, uh, I'll think of it a minute. I don't, but I learned Tim Ferriss. I learned this from somebody else, not me that has saved my life when it comes from, uh, the news. But here's the thing. If our eyes and ears are completely being inundated with division, anger, fear mongering. And by the way, add a little COVID in that. Now we're isolated and most humans haven't worked on their heart and mind muscles. And we're our own worst enemies. We're so hard on ourselves and now we're scared and now we're isolated. And by the way, we're tribal creatures. And so we need to be around humans. We just have to be. And now we're isolated. So now we're in a complete shit storm. So we're getting inundated with poison Poisonous messages. Then we, they were addicted to our social, which is poisonous messages. Not all of it. There's some goodness out there, but you got to find it. Um, and so your your soul, your spirit, and it doesn't reconcile in our DNA. We're being told things that we know in our hearts and minds aren't true. And now we're told to be scared. And now we're told to be alone. You cannot have that. It's got to be reversed. You've got to have more goodness and nutrition and positivity and optimism. And I'm not telling you to bury your head in the sand, but here's the truth. And this is what Tim Ferriss taught me. And I've applied this pretty consistently for 12 years. I'm not perfect in any way, by the way. This is not what it sounds like to have it all going on. I struggle just like everybody else. But here's what he taught me years ago in the four-hour work week. He said, if a major event happens in the news, and this is held true, you're going to know about it from five of your friends within an hour. And so I haven't watched news. Now I watch it when an election comes up so I can make an informed decision about who I want to vote for. And I read more than I watch. However, like my mother within my 80 year old mother within like an hour will tell me every bit of news that I need to know. And then give me her opinion on it. That's how you're not burying your head in the sand, but what you're doing is removing that negativity from your life. They are actors they are not newsmen anymore. They are well-paid actors feeding you a script to scare you to sell advertising. And there's a reason social media calls you users and not customers. It's just like drug dealers. You're a user and they know it's addictive software. And us pressing that like or heart button goes to our validation, our deepest core of needing to be seen, heard, loved, and valued. So these people are smart as hell. And they are feeding you a load of garbage to scare you or to divide you or to get you hoping you get that like so that you're stuck on them and they can sell you advertising. You've got to take your power back. You've got to come back and work on your mind and heart every single day because we're going to get, it's not if life happens. We talked about this before the podcast. You've had a lot of negative stuff happen in your life, brother. And here we are, you're putting goodness out in the world. You're putting inspiration out where you're building a business. You're loving on your sister. There's all these things you got going on. That's because we need to stand in our power and we need to stand to help each other. But we've got to start by leading ourselves. We've got to lead. We've got to, we've got to work on our hearts. We've got to work on our minds. We've got to work on our spirits. Because if we invest in ourselves first, our heart muscles, our mindset, everything else, we will be better leaders. We will be better uh, wives. We'll be better husbands. We will be better parents. And we will be better in our communities. But it starts with us. And the paradigm is wrong. For us successful entrepreneurs, we say our family comes first, BS. We put our business first. Let's just, let's own that. That's true. And then we put our family and friends second, ourselves third. I want to reverse that paradigm. I'm fighting against that. I want to put ourselves first. It's the most selfless thing you can do, not selfish. Work on your heart, work on your mind, work on your spirit, work on your body every single day so that you can be strong, confident, respectful, loving, powerful, so that then you can go lead your company and your family, get them to invest in themselves, and then The money, the profit, the success, the happiness will be a result. So, off my off my second soapbox.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, looks like you're not wrong. And there's so many
0: ways that I could take that.
1: But I guess I just was on a flight back from Chicago um, with some of my business partners, and you know they tell you when you're on a flight to if we're going down and those masks drop. There's a reason why they tell you to put it on first. Because listen, if you're not, you know, a full body, mind, and spirit. Uh, it's very hard to help others right at the end of the day and then i mean you touch so much on i think what most people forget and and you may or may not agree with me but the most powerful muscle that we have is our mind it's our mind is the most powerful thing that we have on like on us like period and with my sister-in-law who's going through leukemia i send her text messages every day of just positive affirmations just letting her know that she got this because it's it's such a mental battle. And if you if you get back into or if you fall into, which is very easy to do, like this is this all this shit that we're talking about It's not easy to do. No, right? It's You're not easy it. to say, hey, let's get away from the news. Hey, let's get away from all the negativity in social media. Like it is listen, and when social media, when Facebook and Instagram went down on Monday, like people panicked, went down for like six hours. And people were like, What do I do with myself? I don't know what to do with myself. If that happened and that was you, there's there's a big indicator that that's a problem. But At the end of the day, what most people don't understand is the number one cause for health deficiencies for you to get sick is stress. And if you are listening and, and having all this powerful stuff coming through your ears, or then you believe it, this this poison that you keep on talking about. Then you are more leading yourself towards illness. It's a. And these are facts. This is not something that we're making up. Go do your research if you want to. It's the number one thing that every doctor tells you as well. So not only you're hearing it from us, but you're hearing it from a doctor. Like this is the number one thing that caused illness today. Is that is negativity? Is this fearful based mindset that just stresses you the hell out and you're. Right. I mean, nail on the head, brother, with all of this, because I think this is the one thing that people don't talk about. I've been in business for, I don't know, 10 years uh, as an entrepreneur, 10 years. and, And we've never talked about any of this, you know, until I started doing my own exploration into it. Like, it's not talked about from a leadership standpoint down, And I think that this is the number one thing that is missing in business today.
0: Couldn't agree more. And I think you said something powerful there. Um, And here's how I know I'm winning, by the way, is I didn't know Facebook was down for seven hours. My team did because we're active on social media, but we're putting, you know, goodness and love and light and wisdom out there. We're not putting all that negative crap. But I didn't know. That's how I know I'm winning is when I didn't know that Facebook was down. And yeah, that's great. But you said something powerful. This stuff is not easy. And, but if you will choose, and by the way, it's really the only power we have is our power of choice. If you will choose to prioritize yourself and take simple actions every day, and by the way, these are muscles. You're not going to go to the gym and do a couple of reps and get strong, but over time and consistent action and new habits and simple, simple daily tools, you can rewire your heart and mind. You can literally rewire them and write a new story that you tell yourself, a story of hope, a story of courage, a story of confidence, a story of self-love and respect. You will start seeing the world differently. You will start vibrating energetically differently. You will start eliminating negative Nellies out of your life and start adding people who actually care and love you and hope, by the way, are going in the same direction. But you're right. This stuff ain't easy. That's why 90% of the population is pissed off, angry, and broke. And the rest of us are working our asses off to make impact to make impact on ourselves. And I don't have it all figured out. I still have stress. I still have insecurities. I still have fears. But I'm telling you, I live 60 to 7% on the good side of karma, on the good side of energy. And I catch it so fast and rewire it. Catch it so fast and eventually you won't be buying what all that bullshit is out there selling. You'll start selling your own stuff. I'm talking your own goodness, your own love, your own power. I'm telling you, it just takes simple action. But here's the key. Only one out of 10 will do it. I don't know why. It's a simple formula. And this wisdom has been around for thousands of years. You just got to choose to do it. If you're not happy in your relationship, you're not happy in your boyfriend or girlfriend, you're not happy with your happiness, you're stressed, you're judging, you're not as successful as you want to be. What are you going to do? Go find a mirror. It's your problem and your solution. Now, what action are you going to take to fix it? And it's your choice. It's your choice. Otherwise, if you think it's someone else's choice, that's a victim mentality, and that's a whole different podcast. That is
1: definitely a whole different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But it's – I mean, you're you're right, and I think that's what – brother, that's what most people forget is that they have the power of choice, right? And then I think it's – and the people that don't do it, and you can tell me if you think I'm right or wrong – it's the fearful mentality of FOMO. I'm going to be missing out on X, Y, and Z. I'm going to be missing out on a post, or I'm going to be missing out on information. And it's fearful based tactic of, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss out. And that in itself is you are a user. You are a drug user. That's, that's how it is. Like You need to feed yourself that. And it's the same thing with sugar. If you're talking about nutrition, it's the same thing with all of this. All of these at the end of the day ends up being addictions, whether you like it or not, whether you are willing to admit it or not. If you cannot go out, if you went without social media for six or seven hours on Monday and it was a problem for you, that should be like the biggest indicator that you have a problem and you need to address it. So when we can go on about this forever, But in regards to, because listen, you had a very illustrious career, um, absolutely phenomenal. I mean, you've been a keynote speaker and stuff like that. Having the wrong mindset as a leader compared to having the right mindset as a leader, and you've been on both ends of the pendulum,
0: you know, what is the difference? I'll give you the tangible, because I'd never planned on leaving the financial world. Here's the tangible results that I experienced when I started investing in myself with coaching, with books with gratitude, with meditation, with journaling, some therapy to deal with the violence that I experienced as a young man, to to stand on that with gratitude and not let it anchor me down anymore. Here's the tangible results in less than three years. And I was already making a lot of money. I doubled my income to a significant amount. All of the negative friends started disappearing out of my life and positive, successful, abundant friends started appearing in my life. I went from junior partner to senior partner to international practice leader to elected to the board of directors of a large financial firm at 39. Most of the folks were in their 60s. We were winning all of these awards. My network 10x. Those are the tangible results that happened to me when I started leading myself first and investing in myself both time and money. Here's the intangible benefits. I started, my marriage went from literally on life support to as strong as it ever was. And here's what we did is we did our individual work together. Like not together, we did our individual work and then we worked on our marriage together. We invested time and money into that. I got this peace of mind that's not always there, but like I said, 60% of the time, I feel peace, I feel fulfillment, I feel happiness, I feel joy. I start seeing the good in the world. The learnings in the world, the love in the world, you start seeing things differently. I became more present. I became more proactive and not reactive. And that's how this business fell in my life. I literally, this is how it all fell in my life. My network of financial people, entrepreneurs, corporate executives, bankers, lawyers, Men and women started reaching out to you say, hey, man, I don't know what you did. You look different. You sound different. You feel different. And I'm seeing all this tangible success in your life. And by the way, another tangible result, I went from working 80 hours a week down to 30 something hours a week. And my income doubled just by being who I was. And I stopped giving two flying shits what everybody else thinks. I really do not care. Now, if you've got wisdom to share something I can learn, I'm, I'm with you all day long. I don't want your opinions anymore. I don't care. And so those were the tangible results, man. And here's the most beautiful part. I never planned on, I was a senior partner on the board and making a fortune. And when all these people started reaching out, I, there was a calling for me to go write this book, to start an executive mastermind retreat and conference business where we bring people together and teach them how to lead themselves. I walked away from 65% of our household income overnight. Sold my equity in the firm, had complete support from my wife and my network, and did it with confidence. Comp- now, I, I'm not going to tell you some fear didn't kick up visions of me living under a bridge. Um, but we did it. We're courageous. Here we are seven years later. We went to Wall Street Journal, best selling. We've got an entire executive men's community, mastermind retreats. We're starting the women's in 2022. So, we've built a company with eight employees. We've written a best selling book. We're flourishing and all because we do the work. Like, you can't work for this company if you don't do the work. So, every day we're doing our readings together, we're meditating together, we're writing. We, we don't always walk the walk, but we call each other out when we don't walk. The, we're not talking, we're walking. And I think what makes us successful in what we do is we're not a sage on the stage. We're not perfect. We're not a psych- we're not behind you. We're not in front of you. We are walking this journey every step of the way with you and with authentic- authenticity and vulnerability, not emotionally vomiting, but with authenticity and vulnerability is we're walking right next to you saying, we're working on this too every single day. We're working on our leadership, our heart, our minds, our businesses, our ambition, And so that's the that's what it looks like, brother. And I wish I could touch everybody and just give them that hope. But you got to do the work. You got to take daily actions. You got to be patient. Which for us ambitious driven people, you might as well ask us to cut off our legs. But we do have to cultivate patience. Sometimes we got to slow down to speed up. But the most important thing you've got to do is participate in your own rescue and invest in yourself daily. And it will pay. I'm going to use a financial term. It will pay. Calm compounding interest, one month, six months, and a year from today, you will be so much more stronger, confident, and courageous than you were. So I'll leave it at that.
1: No, I couldn't agree more. And listen, you've been around a lot of you know very highly successful people, probably way more than I have. I mean, I'm 33 years old, so probably a lot more than I have. But everybody, you need to take notes, right? I don't care what you're doing. If you Listen to this in the car. If you're, you know, I don't care where you're at there are intangibles that highly successful people do and you may or may not miss them. And I don't want you to miss them because I miss them for God knows how long and I'm not perfect. And I fall off the bandwagon all the time, but first and foremost, it is invest in yourself. There's not going to be a better investment than in yourself. And a lot of people have a hard time doing that because they don't like what they see in the mirror. Secondly, You heard him, what does he do right when he wakes up in the morning? Meditating, journaling, reading, feeding his mind, getting his mind, body, and everything set. There's not, and and you may or may not know somebody, but I don't know anybody that is highly, highly successful that do not do those things, right? Like, I know there's some entrepreneurs out there and some very highly paid motivational speakers that say, oh, you got to wake up at 3 a.m. every morning. You got to (laughs) wake up at 4 a.m. every morning. Listen, I love my sleep. If I don't sleep, you don't want to be around me. So I, but what they follow with that is they immediately, whenever they wake up, they're educating themselves. They're getting their mind, body, spirit, right? Their new visualization. These things out of everybody I've ever interviewed, everybody I've ever met, that is where I want to be as a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. This is the intangible that they do. And it is a non-negotiable.
0: Would you agree? Uh, Yeah, I think they. I think that with the obsession, unless you're a genius, which is like 0.1% of the population, which is not me and most of us, you have to have you have you to do this internal work because success will not come to you unless you build like a Microsoft, which is at 0.001. There's a better chance of you being struck by lightning 60 times and playing in the NBA, which is pretty low. And so <clears throat> we have to do the daily work, the confidence, the courage, the leaders leading ourselves first, Working on our mind and hearts. And here's the second thing I would add to that. If you, every great athlete, entertainer, or CEO you know, they all have coaches. Tiger Woods at his prime had four coaches mindset coaches, golf coaches. LeBron spends a million dollars plus a year on his mind, heart, life coaches, psychologists, nutritionists, workout on his own, not through where he works. <clears throat> All the great CEOs do it. So I think it's two things. I think you got to invest in yourself every day with the daily reps so that you can rewire. And I'm in the world-class premier coaching business. I am in this business. I run masterminds. I run retreats. I run conferences. Guess what I just spent four days in San Diego doing? Getting coached by the great Darren Hardy. So I'm walking the walk. I am in, not that, not one I run. I am in a men's mastermind. I work with coaches to sharpen my, to keep me honest, to not drink my own Kool Aid, to sharpen my pencil in business, to sharpen my pen, pencil in marriage. Um, I still work with a therapist about uh, twice a quarter just to check in checking on myself, checking on my past, not letting some of that DNA come back out, that anger, that rage from my childhood, and also to make sure I'm not being a shit to my wife. And so that's just me being honest. So I'm in this business, but I'm also in this business. So I'm getting coached. I'm doing doing the daily reps. (laughs) And all of the greats have one, have that, because they want to sharpen that pencil every single day in all phases of life. So I think it's both things.
1: No, it, and I think that's something that definitely people miss as well, because it's it's the the mindset that you can always get better, right? It's the abundance mindset over the scarcity mindset, and then I think ultimately not dreaming your own Kool-Aid, because a lot of people think, hey, I arrived, and because now that I arrived, there's nobody else that can help teach me anything, and I was a college athlete. I played basketball and had an opportunity to play overseas professionally, and um, when I was in high school, I was a little shit because I didn't listen to any coaches because I was the best player on the team. Iverson. <laughs> ultimately I didn't, I didn't give a fuck. Right. Because like you, what is this coach going to tell me that somebody that never played college, I knew I was going to play college. And I'm like, you don't know anything. And it wasn't until I, I, you know, um, had some adversity that happened in basketball and started actually doing a deep dive on successful athletes. and it shocked me to know that Michael Jordan had multiple coaches Had Tim Grover, which I love his book. And it's, you know, one of my favorites of all time had all these coaches and I'm like, Oh shit. Like I need to humble myself and become coachable. I need to stop drinking my own Kool-Aid guys. this is probably arguably the realest podcast we've had. So I (laughs) hope that you are really taking the nuggets away like I am because this is this is true. These are, I mean, what Bradley would call is truth bombs, right? Like these are as real as it possibly gets um, at the end of the day of, of how to become successful. And it literally, like what Tommy, my brother, is talking about, it all starts with you and you first. It doesn't go anywhere else but you. And if you're looking for outside resources to get you where you are, let's if you're, I don't know, know somebody in Microsoft or Apple or whatever, and you have a technology like that, just not going to happen it starts with you first. So let's get, let's get to this question. You wrote the book legendary for the listeners that have not read the book, which I highly suggest you read this um, ASAP and go get a copy of it. But how do you build and live that legendary life, brother?
0: I'll tell you right now. It's uh, and so what I think why it's done so commercially successful, it's a simple, fun, and more importantly, actionable read. Um, so the whole point is for you to take some action in your life or your professional life or your personal life. And so here's what being in legendary, the reason we talked at that is if you and I brother called ourselves legendary, people would laugh us out of the room. Legendary is given to us by our peers, society, and friends. And we can either be a horrible legend or a great legend. It has nothing to do with money and success. It has to do with impact. And are we leaving this beautiful planet a little bit better than we found it? And so to me, what does living a legendary life means? It starts with taking action. It starts with living a purposeful life. If you don't know why you're here or where you're going, it's because you lack purpose. Ask me how to find it or someone else. It's about being in charge of our time, reconquering our time, not letting others and other things dictate our time. It's about building a world-class network of friends and colleagues. It's about financial confidence, and building toward financial freedom. I was in the financial business for 21 years. You can't live a legendary life if you're broke as hell. You just can't do it. And by the way, if you're an asshole, money will just magnify that assholeness. And if you're a great, impactful person, it will magnify that. But finally, it's about the intangibles. It's about more intimate relationships with your significant other, your family, your friends. It's about mastering your mindset. It's about standing with courage and confidence. It's about unconditional love and respect for yourself so that you can unconditionally love and respect those you care about. And finally, it's about, like you said, living the good life of rest, of fun, experience, and being open-minded to others' opinions and sharing wisdom. So to me, brother, all of that's covered in the book in less than 150 pages with simple actionable steps. And it's all, it's, it's just there for you. Pick the part that you need apply one step into your life and do it for consistently build a new habit and brother you will build and live toward a legendary life and i am aspiring to do that every single day so i walk this walk with you so that's what being legendary is all about man
1: no it's as simple as as simple as it could possibly be
0: right and it's like you said it's less than 150 pages and it's on audible So yeah, I'll read it it to you. If my Southern accent doesn't bother you, I'll read it to you.
1: (laughs) Listen, I I love and respect people that have books and actually do their own Audible because I I want to hear it from them. Right. Like I I really enjoy hearing it from the author. I don't like when they pay somebody else to do it. So I'm a big fan, as you know, I'm a big fan of Audible and obviously reading it and having a tangible thing, because from a psychological standpoint, you will digest more if you read it um, or if you do both. Right. So Listen uh, with all my guest speakers that I have. Before I end, I always ask them, uh, "What is one question you wish I asked you?"
0: What is one question I wish you asked me?
1: Um. You get all the listeners out there. Let's empty your tank right now. What is one question? Or maybe
0: we did empty. Your what tank. is one area of my life that I am struggling in right now? Boom! Answer it. Love the question. So I would say because we've got so much going on from a business standpoint, I think the relationship with my wife has suffered recently. I think we've lost some intimacy. I think we've lost some some just some connection. We've been literally fleeting in the night. She's going one direction in an airport. I'm going another. And we've got so many, we have so many businesses. We bought a hotel. We own a hotel together, which is a whole different thing. And so we've become business partners. We've literally become business partners. And I miss the friendship. We, we still got the friendship, but I miss, you know, I want to date my wife again. I want to go to dinner. I want to laugh. I want to not talk about employees or business or building or we don't have children. I just want to talk about us and our dreams and our aspirations. So to me, that's something we've looked at, we're working on, and we just booked a trip to Mexico to go reconnect. So I'm super excited about that.
1: Dude, I love it. Listen, your vulnerability, your honesty, your truth, your wisdom. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, I think that you are more self-aware than anything. And I think the faster somebody can be self-aware, the faster they can recognize something like that where it's being deficient, and then you can then go apply attention to it. So, guys, I hope you got everything that I got out of this. I have a lot of type notes, a lot of handwritten notes. Tommy, brother, you are amazing. Um, I know we're going to continue this relationship well past this podcast, so. Guys, until next time, continue to get better every day. Thanks, Tommy. Thank you, brother. Thank you for listening. If this content is delivering value, I empower you to subscribe, rate, and review us. Our goal is to help a lot of people create life-changing wealth and get better every day. For more information or comments, please reach me at nsnar at com or connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Nathan Snar. Keep striving for more and we will see you next time.
0: This is the Protect, Help, Give Show with Nathan Snar.